It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. It's Mark here with Ryan and fresh father intern Rob, who has had three hours of sleep since we heard from him last time. So, Boys, we're already on fire pre uh, pre recording, but Robbie, excited to be here, mate, and uh, and uh, yeah, speak to some adults. Yeah, thanks, thanks, lads. Um, yeah, no, happy to be back. Um, yeah, stoked that I got the invite after some good feedback last week. Um, it was a was a great pod to uh, listen to in the hospital, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, stoked to be back. Who's uh, I have who- to say. I was just going to ask who who's more likely to make a cameo tonight the uh, the babe, little baby Tavita or Maisie? It's pretty even odds, I think. <laughs> yeah. Maisie is asleep right. currently, so yeah. <laughs> All right, well then, uh, Ryan. Obviously, mate, we've we've had a big week in uh, fantasy circles after our uh, fantastic podcast last week. Back with the old firm. And, um, mate, we've just got an absolute glut of questions, but I reckon if we needed to just, you know, boil them down to one or two questions, it seems pretty um, pretty up and down tonight. So, uh, mate, are you feeling, you know, well-researched and prepared for this evening's podcast? I am, mate. Yeah, you uh, assigned us a little homework assignment, and luckily instead of working today, I decided to do uh, fantasy research instead. So I'm ready. I'm ready to go for the uh, big halves discussion, the question on everyone's mind with... Um, all three halves, keeper halves going down last week. Yeah. And um, if uh, any of Ryan's bosses are listening to us, that was a joke. Um, <laughs> for legal Ryan reasons. Ryan works very hard. Ryan works very hard for legal reasons. Um, <laughs> boys, we might just rip through the team list and I reckon we might just go straight into our uh, homework assignment. So I'm just going to go through here and I'm going to pick out anything really obvious. I'm not going to touch over the same players we know are good. You know, guys like Tedesco, Angus Crichton, that sort of players. Um, obviously, uh, first game here, Roosters and Broncos. Nat Butcher, fairly disappointing considering he had a try, didn't manage 50, but almost got there. Um, for the Broncos, obviously, we're going to deal with Naughty Boy Flegler. Oh, not Flegler. I'm used to saying Flegler whenever there's suspensions. <laughs> Naughty Boy Carrigan, uh, who's currently sitting in the judiciary. He didn't even get named in the 21, which tells you how confident the Broncos are about this week. Um, but, I mean, there's a couple of guys here. Payne Haas great, but uh, Reynolds is obviously going to come up in discussions later. Um, then for the Storm, Norfoluma makes his appearance in purple for the first time. Um, it's probably the first time in his first and last time in his entire career he's going to play finals football. Um, he's named, but, I mean, they've got some Coates, you know, related shenanigans on the um, extended bench, so it'll be interesting to see how the Storm run out. And uh, Brandon Smith's back. Uh, For the Titans, Toby Sexton dropped, uh, which is the final nail in the coffin for anyone that didn't have him on the Never Again list. Uh, The uh, Manly Naughty Boys are back with uh, basically a full-strength side here. Now Parramatta lose Moses for probably the rest of the season or close enough to it. Jake Arthur takes a place there. And obviously that's going to come up in our fantasy discussions. Uh, Rabbitohs, uh, as per program, basically nothing out of the ordinary there. Obviously we're going to have to come back to a couple of guys on that list. Ewan Aitken named in the centres is very annoying and Wade Egan named 
in the six instead of them naming and Volkman's gone from being the future to not even being in the 23 now. And they got RC, Vilea, Pompey all sitting down, which is just an absolute shit show. And Otacolo named on the bench there. Um, for the Raiders and the Panthers, uh, Raiders looking as per program, Adam Elliott looks okay to back up, which is a big sigh of relief for everybody that's still got him. Uh, the Panthers halves decimated, but otherwise unchanged. And obviously that's, Going to come up again later. Uh, Sharkies, uh, as per program, aside from Will Kennedy gone and and Kate Dykes named there, um, the Dragons are basically as per program and fantasy irrelevant. Uh, uh, Bulldogs, whoever's relevant's relevant and whoever's not isn't. And I'm um, probably the same with the Cowboys, with the exception of a bit of uh, stress for the three people that own Reuben Cotter. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Uh, and then uh, for the Tigers, obviously Hastings gone. Pole named it hooker. Uh, uh, sorry, at lock, which I think is going to be obviously good for Joe O. And um, the Knights, uh, naughty boy Clemmer, uh, has got himself in some trouble. So we might start there um, and and work our way back, maybe. So Clemmer. Ryan, give us the the skinny on what's what's the the latest with David Clemmer and what's happening with him at the moment. Yeah, well, he's been a very naughty boy. Apparently, uh, was feeding the trainer on the weekend. Didn't want to be um, taken off. Uh, yeah, he had the opposite of the brothel strategy. Didn't want to be pulled off um, by the coach at the end of the game. But, <laughs> the anti uh, the anti Deshaun Watson, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. So the Knights have stood him down for at least this week, and who knows? So this is a real kick in the guts because this one. Because um, this is a he's fairly fantasy relevant, um, and yeah, this is just mm. sort of coming out of absolutely nowhere at four and a nearly five percent ownership there. So yeah, that's um, a real kick in the guts for anyone that owned him. Yeah, I actually convinced our good friend of the show, Anthony Glover, to buy Clemmer instead of Payne Haas last week, um, which is just an absolute, you know. Whatever the opposite of a fill-up is, it's like when your your horse oh, wow. takes off at the starting line and then breaks its leg the in shatak- the first, like the shatako, or it stood in the gates, <laughs> and then they have to or put like, it you down. Know overseas horse racing, where they've got to jump over the hedges, and like, on the first hedge, the horse just goes like head first into the hedge, and that's it. But that's David Clemmer instead of Payne Haas <laughs> as a pod for the the final run. So, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, for anyone that's got him. I mean, maybe I guess you're hoping to hold him and maybe hope that he gets transferred to the Eels. I don't know. Um, or, you know, name next week. Who I don't really understand what's going on with the Knights or, or that situation. We don't really have a lot of um, pre, you know, uh, you're a lawyer, Rob. Tell me what's the uh, precedent, precedent for that for that sort of yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, I guess we... He, do you think he's just... Do you think he's just a bit upset that he didn't get traded or that he wasn't allowed to go to the Eels and just blew up at his, at his coaching staff? Or? Oh, mate, it's entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the big question is if you got Clemmer are you, and you're on your last legs, are you just plugging an Aaron Booth type in for a week or are you using a, a trade on him? I guess a lot of people have bigger problems. Yeah, well, I mean, the strategy would probably depend on um, where you're sitting. Like, if you've got enough trades that you can get rid of him, a lot of people, uh, you know, used a lot of their extra four last week and are now staring at mm. like a Cleary, Moses, and might have Clemmer as well. 
Um, and yeah, Carrigan. Yeah, yeah, nightmare scenario there or even Hastings too. So Yeah. Um, well, Clem is 30% owned in the top 100. Wow. Oh. I'll tell you who doesn't own him, Will. <laughs> oh, mate, good friend of the show, Will. He's just absolutely on fire. Can't believe it. Like, mate, we, I reckon we need to have a, a special segment called Will's Wonders or something. Will's filler. Yeah, mate. Uh, he, Captain Hines, last week on our advice in the DMs, like about an hour before kickoff. What a man. That's lovely. I love the trust that he placed in us too. He's, <laughs> it's paid off. It's the only time anyone gets paid off from putting trust in us, but, you know, we'll, we've got to take the take the wins with the losses, boys. So uh, I guess moving back through here, Hastings, obviously, uh, don't know which one of you mentioned that. Um, I think it was you, Ryan. So Hastings, he's obviously gone for the year with a fractured leg, which is why we're in this situation with Carrigan. And we now have basically we lose two players in one tackle. Um, and, I mean, Hastings is another one who's probably a lot of people were looking for a budget option last week. Um, he's only, well, I mean, he's only 7% owned in the top 5,000. So I think maybe there's a lot of people hoping that he was going to be value and, and maybe just, you know, losing out on him there and that's that might be it. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, it's just brutal, honestly, that one tackle <laughs> ended seasons. Yeah. Absolutely savage. But, I mean, the the big news here, Rob, is uh, our good friend of the show, Adam Dewey, who we uh, try, told everybody to keep faith with last week. He uh, came back in a big way. Yeah, he was incredible. One of the one of the shining lights in my fantasy team last week. Mm. You have to wonder if he's a genuine captaincy option this week against the Knights. There's so many good captaincy options this week. Like, I mean, good you know, Hines, Hines up against the Dragons, um, you know, Murray and Cook against the Warriors. Um, yeah, you got, the Titans. Yeah, you got the Storm duo against the Titans. There's a lot to pick from this week. You have to keep in mind, though, even though we're picking out the Knights as a soft matchup, Matt Burton only got 43 against the Knights last week. So good thing yeah, we didn't um, keep people Carras. too hard into him. Still 42 more than Cleary, though. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Um all right, Rob, let's do it, mate. You've, you've created the segue. Let's talk about it. Uh, we managed to get 10 minutes into the podcast without bringing his name up. So Nathan Cleary uh, suspended for the rest of the regular season, not even back for round 25. He's going to be back week one of finals. Um, it is probably likely that the Cowboys uh, swamp the Panthers for the minor premiership. Is that a hot take? No, I like it. Uh, Broncos... Yeah, Cowboys are the only team that can do it. Yeah, yeah it'll be touch and go. I reckon um, for and against could be the difference there. Yeah, well, so Cowboys would need to win all their games, and they mm. play Panthers in round twenty-five. I'm not sure how much Peyton actually cares about the minor premiership today. To be honest, no, he doesn't care. Right. Yeah, no. But but would you rather be- play? Would you rather play the Sharks, the Storm, or the Broncos out of that? Like you know, depending on how that ladder shakes out, or the Eels? Because I mean, there's one win separating third to sixth. I think I'd rather play anyone but the Storm in that yeah, scenario just because you know what they, they like. Sharks or the Eels, maybe? Oh, I'd love to play the Eels. Yeah. I think Peyton anyway. just wants a home. I don't think Peyton just wants to play at home, to be honest. Yeah. 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 I don't think first or second matters, does it really? Yeah. So, um, yeah, no. Obviously, he's uh, been replaced by Sean O'Sullivan uh, and also Jerome Luai's gone for the rest of the season as well. 
or the majority of the season, quote-unquote, which sees uh, Salmon come into the halves as well. Um, I did see – so Kurt Falls is sitting down there and then um, they've got Charlie Staines there, but I don't know. Uh, I'm sure they won't do some sort of, you know, Staines to the wing, Taylor – or like Crichton to fullback type thing and push Edwards into the halves or something stupid like that. But, I mean, like, Arpy could move into the halves, I guess, but I, I think he's too valuable at nine. So I, I guess the question is, because one of the big guys that we're going to bring up is, is Sean O'Sullivan in our homework assignment. Um, I have my reservations about him, but I guess we'll we'll probably need to come back to that. I'm, I have less reservations now that it's Salmon, um, mm. but, yeah, we'll I'm sure we'll, we'll bring him up. Um, and that's probably – I mean, that's the – the key uh, naughty boys slash people that are out for the rest of the season, other than Moses, who is also seems to be gone for the year now. And I mean, another guy who we're going to talk about Dylan Brown, uh, partners, partners, uh, Jake Arthur. So guys, we might just get into the, we might just get into the body of the show here. Um, And like, I mean, obviously we've had a, just a massive amount of questions this week. Um, and all following a uh, a similar template, which is who should I trade Nathan Cleary to? I need a half, and or I need two halves because I also have Mitchell Moses. So what we're going to do is we've kind of got we've got a bunch of dudes who can fit into the spine um, in fantasy wise. I mean, and then a bunch of other replacements. So obviously, there's two camps to be in. There's people that need a half specifically or two halves specifically and people that need just the best player they can get. So, boys, um, I want to start us off. So we've got a big list of players here that we sort of had a bit of a look at, including but not limited to Damian Cook, Harry Grant, Apicorosau, at the hooker position, if you're just looking best player available, same thing, Cameron Murray, Ryan Madison, Joe Tarpany, Isaiah Yo. Uh, Joe Offengawi and Hamole Olakawatu. Um, and then if you're looking for a half, obviously we've got DCE, Dylan Brown, Adam Reynolds, Cam Munster, Fogarty, and Sean O'Sullivan. So um, I know there's one guy that I didn't read off that list purely because I don't want to speak about him, Ryan, but I know you were pretty excited about him, Sean Lane. <laughs> so, uh, mate, before we poo-poo Sean Lane, uh, do you want to make a case for him? Oh sure. I mean, uh, I guess the reason I put him on the list uh, today is because he's, you know, he's been playing really well for the past eight weeks. I think he's got one score over under fifty for the past two months. So I felt like he was worthy of consideration here. He's seven hundred twenty-four k. I guess the case for him would be, um, you know, with him playing on Dylan Brown's side, um, you'd assume Dylan Brown's uh, receipts are going to go up a little bit more. Like Moses um, had a hundred more receipts than Dylan Brown so far this season, and he's eighth amongst um, non-hookers. So um, I, I can't imagine Jacob Arthur's going to command as many touches as Moses um, has in the past. So I, I'd assume that we see a slight uptick in um, Dylan Brown's receipts. Not a huge amount, but, you know, a, a little bit. Um, and Shortline's just been playing really well this season so far. He's, his run meters are up, his base is up. It, it's uh, like I projected him um, for low 50, so I still don't, think he's uh, necessarily a buy. I think there's other options that are, are better that we'll get to. Um, but uh, I, if the question was, say, between Sean Lane and Ola Kawatu, I'd be going for Sean Lane. Yes, it's funny. So what have you got 
Sean Lane, because I got. I mean, I've got Olakowatu down for a neat fifty rest of the season. Yeah, I had Olakowatu at about fifty to fifty-one as well, um, and that's projecting him not playing eighty minutes. I projected him to play seventy on average. Yeah, he does get the uh, occasional early sub. Rob, did you have anything different to that with Olakowatu and Sean Lane? No, quite similar. Um, I yeah, I looked at Lane as well this week. Um, it's yeah, the only reason you do it is maybe to for like a pod play in head to head, maybe. Um, because he is su- such low ownership, um, but yeah. are you just sacrificing points? Um, possibly. I, yes. I had Lane at um, fifty three, and I, and I think for seven hundred and twenty k, he could probably do a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, I think fifty three would put him really close to the bottom of that list of players that I read out. So, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, for me, yeah, I I, I want to take like I, there's players cheaper that I think are better than that. You know, I agree. So, yep. there's actually another player that I want to put on this list that I completely forgot to mention to you guys earlier. So, and he's he's cheaper as well, but I might bring him up through the course of course of business. So, we might just stay with the middle forwards for those not looking exclusively for somebody in the halves. And I mean, all right. So, Rob, I might start with you, mate. So, obviously, we know uh, Murray is the elite option out of that list of players. Um, do you have anybody? even nudging close to what you're projecting for Cam Murray rest of the season? No, I think he's the top in the mid um, section for me. I've got him about 61, 62. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I'll definitely be getting him in this week. Um, I've been waiting so long to get him, and I finally got the cash. So, yeah, I think if you've got the cash, he's the best. He's the best mid um, for sure. Yeah, so I actually even had him just a squid a squidge higher than that, eh? Yeah. I'm I could probably top all three of you, I think. <laughs> yeah, I got him at sixty five. Hmm. Um I have two projections for Murray. So I, I have him um my first projection was the same as Rob's, um, playing a sixty five to seventy minute role at lock. Um I had him in low sixties, yeah. like sixty two. However, um, the past two weeks Murray has been playing a sixty minute lock, um, twenty minute edge role. Uh, with Jai Arrow yeah. coming off. And mm-hmm. if that role continues moving forward, I I had Murray at about 67 for the rest of the season. Yeah. No, mate, he's – and, you know, he's absolutely monstrous. If you look at his um, just, you know, any position um, stats where he's playing at least 70 minutes, you know, he's at 63.7, but that's – a lot of there's a couple of edge games in there. It's at 34, 41, whatever. Which obviously that's exclusively edge, which we don't want to sort of include in the stats. Yeah, I can see how you arrived in a mid to high sixties mm-hmm. for sure. He's actually the top. I have him equal with Damien Cook for the highest projected on that list of players. Yeah, I I, I had uh, Cook and Murray. Like, is assuming Murray was just to play sixty five minutes at lock. I had Cook. Um, and as the closest to him, and then Tarpany shortly after that. Yeah, the thing that I have with Cook, and and this is the the um, issue that I had with him when I projected him, is his um, try scoring this year is just off the charts in terms of like his previous seasons. But I wonder if maybe that's a function of. Um, you know, no Adam Reynolds, so the attack's actually running more through him. So if you look at his 
2018, 14%, 2019, 14%, 2020, 16%, 2021, 11%, and then he's at 50% try scoring in 2022. So he's already got more tries than he had across 2020 and 2021 combined in his 71-plus, like, full 80-minute games. Hmm despite paying that was 38 games for five tries across 2020, 2021 or 14 games for seven tries in 2022. So there's two schools of thought there. There's, oh, he's running the attack more through the middle. He's going to average higher or it's he's bound for negative regression and maybe tough schedule plus negative regression equals, you know, he might be, you know, 58, 59 instead of, you know, He's averaging 68.3 in games where he plays at least 70 minutes this year. Mm. Uh, see, I, I, I tend to lean towards um, there's not going to be a negative regression. I think the, there was an outlier game where he scored that hat trick against the Bulldogs, which has just really spiked up his sure. try scoring um, percentage. I, so I projected Cook for 62 and a half, and that was with one try in the next five games. So, And, and that's fairly – I feel like one yep. try every five games is fairly consistent with um, what, mm-hmm. he's, what he's done. So, I mean, even if you were to take out that one try, that's still a high 50s average for, for Cook for the run home. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. He is um, playing the Warriors this week as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Very soft mate. middle. Yeah. Um, now, it's funny, actually, you mentioned Tarpany just behind. I actually I got two – actually got a fair few players between Tarpany and, and, and those two. Okay, interesting. Um, so my third highest projection of that players on that list is Api Corusau. Interesting. Okay. All right. So, and let me just walk you through it here. And I, I'm I'm assuming as I say the name, if you if you want to get inventive, you can start running yourself through the the argument here, uh, which is no Nathan Cleary, no Jerome Luai. The attack is going to have to come from somewhere. Hmm. So in games where he played at least 70 minutes through 2020 and 2021, he averaged 62 or just under 62 in 2020 and 64.3 in 2021. So it's funny thing though, his, his attacking stats are actually higher this year. So let, say take you 2020, right? So in 2020, his attacking points were 10 points a game, and in 2022, they're 14, but he's averaging 10 points less. So his base stats have actually dropped, and most of that's tackles because Penrith have been so dominant. But with Penrith obviously coming back to the pack a little bit, no Cleary, no Luai, you have to imagine they're going to be defending more. And, I mean, we saw that last week with Luai make uh, – with not Luai, with Luai, with – Coruscant making, what, 59 tackles or something like that on the weekend, which was the numbers that he was putting up, you know, in 2020 when he was just tackling his absolute ass off. And, I mean, you look at him, he averaged, he got 61 points with literally nothing in the stats column aside from tackles and 20 run metres and one turnover tackle, which you're going to make a turnover tackle in 57 tackles. Mm. So I actually had him at, like, 61, 62, and the only other player on that list – uh, with a 60-something in their, their list aside from Cook and Murray. Wow, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm a little far off, I guess. I had Appy at 55. So I, I definitely marked for improvement um, 
with, you know, Cleary and Luai both being out. Like, you're right. I think Appy and Yao, Yo are going to have to be the linchpins of this attack moving 100%. forward. 100%. Um, I, I guess it's just how much do you mark... How much do you mark for Penrith's attack moving forward? Um, what do you think Penrith's attack is going to be like? Do you think there's going to be a, a significant drop-off? Do you think they're going to struggle in attack? Or are they, going well, to- they have to, mate. They've lost both of their halves. They have to struggle in attack. Well, that, that's that's my thinking. Like, is he is he Appy going to have the opportunity to, you know, rack up a bunch it of? Doesn't attack? it doesn't matter, mate? Fifty-seven tackles. That's that's him. That's that's him. Fifty-seven tackles, twenty minute, twenty meters, and just a random other stat, and he's a sixty average. See, I yeah. Well, I've got him pegged in for forty-five tackles because, like, I wonder is he going to make fifty-seven tackles every week? Like, they only had twelve players last week. They're on the back foot for the entirety of that first half. And then the second half turned into an absolute grind. There was only one try. Yeah, maybe it's, that one is. But do you remember that game where Cleary missed and they had um, Burton and some potato in the halves round one, 2021 against the Knights, and mm. um, it was just raining and that like the final score was like 6-4 or something like that, I'm sure. And, like, everyone just – there was just bait stats galore. I mean, they got Raiders – Storm Rabbitohs the next three weeks. Hmm. See, like if I moved Appy's tackles from forty-five to fifty, then like I've got him at a fifty-nine average. Like that's a, a you know, yeah. big jump. So, yeah, the reason why I'm flagging it is, it, and I mean, I just I like you know everyone wants a pod, right? And when we talk about pod, like pods can be a bad thing, but you look at Appy Corusau. He is one person in the top one hundred that owns him. 1.6% in the top 1,000 and 2.9% in the top 5,000 have Abby Coruscant. Mm. If you're looking for a pod with elite upside, I don't think there's a better name on the list in terms of floor ceiling given the complete change in circumstance in Coruscant. No, I, I like it. I, I like it. I mean, who would you rather take a, a punt on at the moment, you know, Appy or Grant? <laughs> oh, I ta- I'll that. take Appy... Every day and twice on Sundays at the moment. Yeah, is um, Mitch Kenny going to play hooker at all, or is he going to play in the middle? No, he'll he'll just play in the forwards somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I I don't really think um, Penrith can afford to rest Appy, Um, and he's been playing eighty minutes fairly consistently over the last couple of weeks. Three games he's played uh, basically eighty. Yeah, I I just think he's going to have to just soak it, and he's going to be their attack. You know, similar to those, you know, we like we look at Reynolds, and you look at Adam Reynolds. I'm gonna, I'm, go, I'm just doing a, I'm just doing a segue and a half here, right, boys? So you look at Adam Reynolds. If you looked at his numbers last year, there's no way you could project him for what he's doing this year, right? Mm. And sometimes you just need to look at the numbers and just go, all right, I know the numbers, but I don't care, and I'm gonna try to understand what might happen. Like Brian To'o last year, like nobody could have seen Brian To'o averaging like 60 last year and TK come up with it in the preseason and I was calling him a moron, you know, and, and but he was right because he saw something that you couldn't quantify in the numbers and that's where you get your edge sometimes. And, I mean, I'm going to – I'm just showing my name at Appy here at the moment. But, like, you could pick somebody else on this list, anyone, like, or someone that's not even on the list. You could pick – you could show your name at Mitch Barnett if you want, you know, and say he was going to average 60. He's not going to, but, he, you know, you can say that. Um, but I, I think there's a good foundation here in what we've seen, particularly across 2021 for it. So, 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think he's a he's a fantastic. Po- it's, it's a hard. I mean, it's a hard one. Like you, you just he absolutely. You know, <laughs> it's 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 a it's a hail mary. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure his ownership's going to spike after this, but. Um, yeah, I just think it's a bit, I'm sure it's a bit fun, but, um, you know, like, uh, thank you for that fantastic segue, Mark, to Adam Reynolds. Mark, um, just one more question. Sorry. On, yeah, um, far away. on Uppy, have you done, did you do, or can you do, um, a filter with O'Sullivan and, and Uppy? Be a tiny sample, I'd say. Oh, yeah, yeah, be yeah. small. It, it, it wouldn't be, be a, it wouldn't be a significant enough sample. But you know, full credit to Rugby League Fantasy Pro. Um, yeah, absolutely. You can go into the spine kick meters um, thing and go to O'Sullivan. Are you looking at kick meters with O'Sullivan? Is that what you're? So I you guess, can. I, I remember O'Sullivan stepping up in a big way when games games when Cleary was out. Um, yeah. I mean, what, mate, we'll, 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 come back, well. we'll come back to a, yeah. we'll come back to O'Sullivan, but um, so Arpi has had four games with O'Sullivan, but um, so rounds one, two, three, and thirteen in twenty twenty two is the four games that he's played with him, and last week um, too. Yeah, they have. They obviously haven't updated their hmm. um, website for last week. So uh, 59, 56, and then 36 in reduced minutes against the Knights, and then a 41 against the Bulldogs. And then a 61 against Para. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of a bit of a mixed sample. I, I, it's more like three of those games had Luai yeah. um, and one had Cleary for 20 minutes and then question marks. So... Yeah, it, it's certainly interesting. I, I, like, I mean, I'm I'm not going to, you know, stake my reputation on it, but I just think, like, if you really want an a pod, uh, at, the, at the money as well, like, you look at, you know, Arpy, he's cheaper than Sean Lane. Mm. You know, he's, he's the same price as Keon Kolomitangi. You know, at that money, you can have a crack. Um, yeah, I don't know. But... Um, uh, going back to my segue, Rob. Thanks for ruining it. <laughs> the halves is going to be mate. the big, the big one here. And um, starting off with Adam Reynolds, who obviously uh, he's a really hard one to project as well, because I mean he had. Uh, I'm just going to go back into this rugby league fantasy pro things here. One of the things that they've got is you can actually sort by year and sort by you know. So let's say games replayed, you know, close to the eighty. Um, and look at the scoring by year. Um, 45, 48, 44, 42, 44, 48, 47, and then 55.7 this year. Um, you know, so there was no significant uptick for the new rules or whatever, but the kick meters is the interesting one, 380, 340, 310, 350, 380, 390, 318, and then 500 kick meters this year he's averaging. Um which Adam Reynolds do we see rest of season? Because there's two Adam Reynoldses here. And, I mean, the other thing is a try scoring. His previous best try scoring was 33% in 2020, uh, and he's up at 462 across the 13 games, which is just absolutely absurd. But, I mean, hands on ball, more tries, more try assists. Rob, which Adam Reynolds do you see rest of season? Do you see 48 to 44 Adam Reynolds, or do you see 55 Adam Reynolds? 
But yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the 55 or, or closer to 55. Um, just, just seems like such a good price to get a half if you can't afford Munster in particular. Um, it's just, he's just looked so good when he's been on the paddock this year. Um, and yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say that he's the best half to buy this week. Really? Mm. Yeah. Woo! In terms of like, Mate, fatherhood has made you wise and powerful. Nah, I already I have Cherry, to be fair. I, I can't get there at all. I, 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 I cannot tell you how much I disagree with you, but I love that you feel so strongly about it. This is interesting because no. yesterday you were on the Reynolds train. I'm, I'm, you've changed your tune. Me? Yeah. Mate. Yeah. No, mate, I, I, just, I don't see why I'd pay 80 grand too much for a worse player. <laughs> Okay. All right. I mean, right. Uh, I'm um I'm I tend to agree with you. Like I had Reynolds at around 53-54. Um I just had a um basically scoring one try in the next five games, so a little bit of regression to what he's been doing. So, yeah, I mm. I think there's um a lot of better options out there personally. I, I, he's he's a keeper, but um yeah, yeah. I, I think there are better options. I had him at 53, so I'm with you. Okay. Um yeah, I just, I don't trust the you know he's shown me one two three four five seven seasons of data within a range of outcomes of four points and then a ten ten point outlier like <laughs> just and and it's all yeah I mean it's kick meters which I it's I mean theoretically it's sustainable uh, but I mean even if he scores no tries in the rest of the year. Uh, you have to think he's going to be busy. And I think the Broncos have a pretty good draw mm. from memory. Well, they got the Roosters, Storm, and Parra in the next four weeks. They've got Newcastle next week, but um, three top out. But neither the Storm or Parra are a particularly tough. Not at the moment. Or the Roosters at the moment. Not, like, there's no teams. There are no tough draw teams. At the rest of the season, you, like it's almost you cannot say someone's got a tough schedule because there are no good defensive teams anymore. Yeah, with Panthers being wiped out, Cowboys are basically just West Tigers now, but higher on the ladder. Um, you know, Carrion is going to be interesting to see what he does with the Broncos. Oh, the Broncos might be the best defensive team in the comp at the moment. I mean, probably not the best week to say that after they got <laughs> pants by the Tigers, but. Well, you know that, that, but you know, on paper, um, mate, the Tigers are an elite attacking outfit, so <laughs> I won't hear it. But I just, I just think, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, there's nothing, like, like I'm not scared of any team defensively now. Yeah, me either. I mean, I so, mean, Pender, yeah, Pender is still pretty stout, but the rest of them. Uh... But but they've lost the two guys who run their defense on the edges. Like they're going to be like you know that. Yeah. Stephen Crichton is a turnstile out there, and you know, I mean, Tago's all right, but he's young. You know, they they you know, Panthers are going to be really interesting to see the next couple of weeks. I mean, obviously that's gone a long way away from the the point, but um, yeah. reeling it back into the team that just absolutely gave the Panthers the business, <laughs> the Eels and Dylan Brown. Yes, Ryan, talk to me. So I think I have Dylan Brown of all the halves that aren't named Daily Cherry Evans. I have Dylan Brown the second best projected average rest of the season. 
Um, mate, I'm pretty close to you. I've, I've got him third behind Munster and DCE. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I've no. I've got one point between him and Munster, but I gave him the, the edge. I, I've Yeah, well, I'm pretty close to you, to be honest. I've got Dylan Brown at about 56 for the rest of the season. Um, That's the same could, number I've got. Yeah, um, and it's mainly to do with the, the kick meter increase. So, um, mm. there's, we've only got a small sample of Brown with Jacob Arthur from last year, but the, the kick meters were fairly evenly split. Um, if you look at Jacob Arthur's uh, kick meter split percentage in reserve grade this year, it's basically been 50-50 with whoever he partners. So I, I'm mm-hmm. sort of projecting... Um, Jacob Arthur for about 250 metres. Uh, well, also, I should say, Mitchell Moses kicked for 420 a week. So you got 420 there to, to divvy up. I was sort of looking at about 240-ish, 250 for Jacob Arthur. Um, an increase of maybe 80 metres, oh, sorry, or up to 80 metres for Reid Marnie and then the rest to Dylan Brown, which would put him at a, close to 200. All right, so, but, so where is that now, right? So just looking at Dylan Brown this year, he's at 60 kick metres, which is two points. Mm-hmm. So And and he's averaging 53.3. So I had him copying, yeah, get, basically getting three points extra kick metres, so 90, 100 metres of extra kick metres. Yeah. You know, which is not a lot. I mean, that's like three or four big kicks and that's it. You know, we're not talking about a huge uptick. But, I mean, the other question is how much more is he getting his hands on the ball, try assists? You know, just fluky, you know, kicks in the goal. He's running the ball more because he's asking to touch the ball more. I mean, his attacking stats are just off the charts this year. Uh, he's he's actually got more than 10 points more of attacking stats this year than he did last year, hmm. uh, which is just absurd. And, I mean, he's, you know, he's another one. Six tries this year in, in less games, and he had four tries last year. And the Eels were pretty good last year. Um, hmm. So, I mean, he, I, I think he's won... Like, you're certainly not going to be upset. And, I mean, I'm really interested. Part of the reason why I'm really interested in the Carrigan verdict is because if he only gets, like, a two-week suspension or something like that, I can just do Booth and Cleary and get, like, Dylan Brown and another pretty good player. And I'm thinking about just hanging on to Carrigan. But, like, if Carrigan gets suspended, you know, we're looking at a Cleary plus... Carrigan to Brown plus Cook type thing, and I think like that might be the best combination. Hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, right now, like I'm looking at Munster and Cook because I've just got I've got such a large bank to work with. But uh, hmm. I mean, if, if I wasn't going for Munster because I've already owned Cherry, Brown would be my second pick, I think. Yeah, so I've already got Munster. And I can't do Cherry and Cook, and I like Cook more. But, I mean, I can go Murray and Cherry. Okay. So that'll be my choice this week. I'm thinking it's going to be Cook and Brown or Murray and Cherry. I know which one I'd go for. Yeah, I'd 100% do Murray. (laughs) Murray Actually, no, I, I can't do Murray and Cherry, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Can you do Murray and Brown, though, obviously? Oh, I can do Marion Brown and I can piss You're leaving in. cash on the table. I can, yeah. I can do Marion Reynolds. Um, I can do the other one I can Probably do. We say Kerrigan's going to get more than two weeks, though. I think I think we can. I'd be so shocked if he got less than four. Yeah. No, it, it, it looks like it's it looks like it's Cook and Brown or Madison and Cherry is the two. Hmm. 
What did you have medicine uh, as? That's a good segue. All right. Well, uh, uh, let's, we'll, we'll cut, actually, let's do that. So, I mean, Cherry, it seems like Cherry and Munster are the top two and the safest two, and then it's uh, Brown, Reynolds, and then we can throw a Smokey in there before we segue to what we segue away from the halves. Um, Ryan, you brought up Fogarty. I got him at like 51, and I just I couldn't justify bringing him in when Brown's there. Yeah, no, spot on. I'm with you. Um, I actually have him the lowest out of all the halves. I've got him behind Sean O'Sullivan. So, yeah, I, I think because I saw – the reason I chucked him in because I saw a few people mention him in the trade thread. But, yeah, I've, yeah. I've got him the lowest out of all the potential options this week. What did you have I O'Sullivan as, Brian? Um, I had O'Sullivan at 52 to 53, and that was marking for um, – uh, regression in Penrith's attack. Uh, I could mm. possibly get him as high as 54 if um, Penny's attack just keeps clicking, but I just don't think that's going to happen. And that's with no goal kicking? Uh, no, that is with goal kicking. Yeah, so I have with- it on authority that Stephen Crichton's going to be the goal kicker. Uh, okay, well, yeah, we'll put a line through. I sell it in them. Yeah. I have a 49 if he doesn't kick goals. Yeah, I, I mean, even with goals, I only had him... What with five points? I had him with five points and goals, so yeah, that puts him down to forty-seven for me. Yeah, nah. I I, I messaged a good friend of the show, Benji, today, and he was very, very certain that it was going to be Crichton. So interesting. Okay. Actually, I actually looked and um, O'Sullivan's only taken one, only got one goal this year, even though he's played six games or something, mm. four games, four games. So. I think Crichton was taking the kicks early, and then he took the kick when Crichton was off with Origin. Yeah, well, Crichton didn't play last week either, so that explains yeah. why. Yeah, Sullivan yeah. took over. So, mm. Yeah, so anyone that was looking at O'Sullivan, because I had, I can do, I can do Booth and Cleary to O'Sullivan and Brown, and I was laughing all the way to the bank with that. Um, and then, yeah, Benji ruined my uh, dreams there with that. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, back to the segue. Uh, obviously, we touched on Murray being number one, and I mean, we've got a nice little cluster here. Uh, with the other guys here being Madison, Tarpany, Yo, and often Gowie is probably the four dudes. And I mean, Haas, Crichton, Torhu, Fafida, Papali'i, we know who those people are. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully you've got them already. Yeah, you got them already or you don't. But I mean, you know, and if you do know them, you know who they are. Um, but I mean, that this is a group of dudes where like, Making the right decision there is probably your season in terms of your ability to move up and down. So, I mean, looking at just the raw numbers here, so um, Tarpany is obviously the most expensive um, and he's the, you know, the flavour of the month, so to speak. I mean, Rob, you sounded like you were pretty high on Tarpany. Yeah, I kind of just did the maths on it. And it doesn't really make sense for how much he costs. Um, I've only got a. Yeah, so he's four. Uh, he's four point four percent in the top. He's four percent in the top one hundred. Five point five in the top thousand, and eight percent in the top five thousand. Um, so you said? Do you, did you say sixty? Yeah, or oh, maybe fifty nine. I've got him high fifties. Um, maybe that might be slightly too high, but he's priced quite a lot higher than that. Um, I think, and yeah, I just can't do it. So what, what, I mean, what are you projecting just, you know, and just stay with me and, 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 and follow this through. What are you projecting as his minutes floor rest of the season? Yeah. What's he been playing today? Uh, main, he usually plays 55 ish, but I mean, it's Ricky. So 
yeah, you never know. Yeah, we've got to allow be, for. Uh, there's such a, a sticky factor, minute, isn't there? A forty-five minute random game in there. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you look at uh, even as simple as fifteen round fifteen against the Knights, he played forty-six minutes. There's a forty-three in there as well. Sorry. There's a couple of forty-three minutes in there. Oh. All right, hold on, Ryan. You say what you're saying. Guess who? What? Guess who he plays in two weeks? The Knights. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So obviously, there's a scope there for him to get some reduced minutes. Dragons as well, and the Knights. So and the Tigers in round 25. So there's potential there that they might be conservative with him, um, for and play us a reduced role, um, considering he's been playing a fair few minutes. I, I have him like if you look at him rest of season playing minimum 45 minutes a game. Uh, you can put him at – it's weird, actually. He gets way more – his average is way higher at prop than it is at lock, although I don't really understand why. Uh, but if you look at the last three seasons, so 2020, 2021, 2022, um, he's 53.5 in 52 minutes and then 56.8, so 57 in 53 and a half minutes and then 58 in 54 minutes. So, I mean, he's obviously able to chunk those points out, but, I mean, 57 is about where I have him rest of the season. Um, and I, I just wonder if maybe, like, there's no way I would pay 21000 more to have a worse player in Tarpany than Murray. Yeah, no you way. Know, if the question is Tarpany or Murray, to me the answer is very easily Murray. Um, that said, I think you're being a little bit low on, on Tarpany. Personally, like, I had him closer to where Rob's got him, about 60-61. Um, I, I think you need to factor in... Um, as well, like the Raiders need to win. Like they, they're sitting ninth at the moment. They're tied with the Roosters, but their four and against is way worse. Um, other than that, Knights game, like unless they're like blowing a team out, I'm not sure they could afford to um, give him a random 45 minute week. Like it, it's really going to depend on, and mm. like that could definitely happen. So I mean, like I think you're right to maybe factor in one game, for example, where he gets a 45 minute spell, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I still think he's an elite keeper. I, uh, he's just very oh, no doubt there. He's very yeah. yeah. But you, but you look at okay, so you look at that projection for twenty twenty two. That's based on fifty four point three minutes per game, right? Yeah. His last three games that he's played fifty seven, fifty eight, fifty six with a try, where he got the ninety three. Right, and he, but he, in fairness to him, he played the Storm, but he also played the Titans and the Warriors the last two weeks. You know, but, oh, but mind you, the Broncos, 94 in 53 minutes. His PPM is just ri- ridiculous, right? It's off like, the charts. He is the best prop in the game at the moment, I, I think. And, yeah, and at what point do we just recognize the form? Yeah, he's having a oh, 2017 Tamalolo-like season. Yeah. Oh, mate, he's just, he's, he's an absolute monster. And the thing is, he's, like, fit and, like, he hasn't been just absolutely hammered with minutes. So, like, he's probably got a lot of juice left in the tank. Um, and he seems to have gotten all the dumb, like, suspensions and stuff. And he's only 7.8% owned. And like I said, 4%, like, he's only 8% in the top 5,000. So 92% of teams don't have him. That's a pod, but it's a very expensive pod. Yeah. Yeah, you're overpaying for him, I think, but you are getting an, an elite keeper and possibly the best 
possibly yeah. the best mid for the run home. And, if you if you don't and, ha- if you have Murray already, and somebody who can score a trialist ninety four in fifty three minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, there is no, there are no ha- non halves in the NRL that can do that. Yeah, there's yeah. none of them. There's not. It's not. Even Tedesco couldn't do that. Can't do it. Not tri- not trialist. No way. No, yeah, no cannot no, do no, a trialist ninety four in fifty three minutes. Can't do it. Payne Haas can't do that. No. It's the offloading. It's the offloading. He just loves those garbage offloads. He had six offloads. All of them went to hand in that game. It's beautiful. I love it. It makes me excited. It's just really nice to watch the best player in the league and to have him in your team as well. You know, it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> the mantle's been passed from one Kiwi to another Kiwi, which is nice as well. Mm. Yeah, you know. See, see for me, in the world, see for me, like, like I, I need a half this week, and then I've got the luxury of buying whoever I want for for my other trade. And I'm just looking at like Tarpany or Cook, and I, I just can't, I just can't bring myself to put Tarpany above Cook in terms of you can't, you can't do yeah, it. No, you, you can't, exactly. you can't. Yeah. But it's so fun. It would be so fun to do. He's like oh, the he's uh, so stressful. Because you'd be screaming at him, going, "Where's Tarpany? Get him back on the field." Ricky, what are you doing? Ricky. Yeah. He's your best player. Think about how much enjoyment you had owning Ricky Stewart players outside of Adam Elliott over the years, Ryan, and and then by <laughs> Damien Cook, right? All right, boys, but I want to talk to you about Ryan Madison because I have him above Tarpany. Mm, okay. All right. So Ryan Madison seems to be that he has a 55-minute minimum middle forward role is that unfair no that's yeah 55 to 60 i think is what i projected him for for the rest of the season like in terms of minutes that is now where did i i've been given a bum steer hang on lock no oh, you cross over to ryan have I, you got no, the kerrigan verdict yet no, they're still uh, – oh, the uh, still hearings are adjourned. Hearings adjourned. Okay. So okay. I think they're uh, deliberating now what's, what, what it's going to be. So still stay tuned. So everyone listening to this will already know, but <laughs> it's live to us. But for us, live. Yeah. But for us, we're ready, sweating. <laughs> so, all right. So if you have a look at games where he's played at least 50 minutes this year, and, I mean, mm-hmm. this includes the turnover tackles and the Parramatta Eels style of offload, offload, and then if you get tired of offloading, offload some more. Um, Ryan Madison averages 59.3 and 56.8 minutes. Mm. And, I mean, he is I'm, – I'm curious to see how that relates to Tarpany. So we're so – let's say 8% in the top 5,000. Um, so Ryan Madison is more 3%. of a pod than oh, Tarpany – so he's at 5.8% in the top 5,000, 4% in the top 1,000. So top 100, top 1,000, about the same. But then, you know, the the, the 1,000, 5,000 teams, they've obviously traded him, getting sick of waiting for him to come back. So, I mean, you have to imagine he's going to go on the list of players that people won't trade back in. And, I mean, there's only so many eels you want to be buying. Uh, but, I mean, if you're looking for players with elite upside on a budget, I mean, he's a really interesting one that I think could stray maybe into something with a six in front of it as an average. No, mate, I completely agree. If um, 
if money is an object and you can't afford to, um, you know, go for the most expensive guys, then um, to me, uh, Madison is right there with Tarpany. I had Tarpany at 60 and Madison at 59. Um, and, like, there's a yeah. what, 100K price difference between the two of them. So, um, I mean, for the value alone, like, I think Madison is a very good buy. Yeah. What, how do you feel about safer that? as well. I think he's. I think he's just a safer floor. Um, I was. I. Did, I think I got him at fifty eight. Um, but yeah, I'd take. I. I'm looking at Madison this week. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think. I think it's very a very similar um proposition at quite a lot less money and potentially a safer um minutes and floor. I don't know. Tapani's PPM is ridiculous, but um, yeah, Madison's pretty good as well. Madison might be the only man that could do <laughs> he might be the one that could do that. Yeah, he usually needs a try for a massive score, but he can get you a seventy without a try. Um no no worries. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely he's definitely one to I mean he's yeah, he's got a seventy three and a seventy one in fifty five minutes and sixty five minutes without a try, um, in round eleven and twelve. So, I mean, he's definitely there. He's been a little bit off the pace, but he seems to be winding back up again. I mean, that Panthers was 56 in 61 minutes. He's played 61 minutes in a row the last three weeks, and if he holds that PPM out but plays that 60 minutes, I mean, there's a there's Ooh. a low 60s average Mark, there. Mark, I've got your Carrigan update here. Fresh off the presses, four games for Patrick Carrigan, four games suspension. Yeah, he's gone. Straight on the yeet list. That's the entirety of head-to-head finals. So yeah. I, I, it looks like I'm going to be locking in Madison and Cherry, but I don't know how I feel about it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. What, I like it a lot. What do you – all right, okay. So, But here's the question, right? What's the gap from DC to Dylan Brown? Because I've only got that at four points and I've got Cook to, to Madison at six points, making the decision for me that I should be getting Cook. Yeah, I've I've got the same. I DC at sixty and Brown at fifty six, so four points. Yeah. Plus, I don't really like Cherry Evans. That's fair. I just don't. I don't like owning him. I don't like his face. I don't like it the way he looks at me. This is the first time I've owned him actually, and uh, I mean it's been fun. He's been a good player, but yeah, I, I agree with you. He's pretty annoying to look at. Yeah, but like even his scoring, like it's just like. Like he's he was scoring so well and I was swearing at him and then he just like he didn't score that well last. He got a fifty three. He was on like thirty at half time. And I was going, what's he what's he doing? You know. Yeah, we're missing half the no. team last week. Mate. No, but like even the Broncos Eels Storm run there forty seven fifty five forty five. He's just you know he's just a bit, like you know okay <laughs> great. No he, you're the bloke who owns Munster. Please put up. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah, that's true. He's fun. He's a good bloke. Like he's off the he's off the piss, mate. He's ready to go, money. But and like possibly goal kicking this week too. Yeah, well, yeah. There's that. So now it's going to be um, there's a lot of big decisions for players this week. So I guess the guys, the two guys that we've left out of that mids discussion there is Isaiah Yo and Joe Often Gowie. I we mean, just we're talking about Isaiah Yo, don't we? <laughs> I don't think Isaiah Yo's in the game yet, is he? <laughs> Yeah, no, added. I think they added. I think they added him last week when Cleary got <laughs> sent off. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually look, like looked him up and added him into my team in like the six years I've been doing yeah. fantasy. No, nah, man, I have to say when they ruled Cleary out last week, I absolutely saw that Yo got added to fantasy. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> That's good. I'm, I'm glad that they go. caught up. I'm willing to give him another go. And I want to come back to the Rugby League Fantasy Pro website here and, and have a look because I, I'm almost comfortable that he's going to be playing 80 minutes the rest of the season. Yeah. You know, so, pretty, pretty much guaranteed, right? So same, he's looking same at. Logic, happy. Yeah. So he's got a 63.7 average in 2020 with no tries. And then mm. 55.1 and 57.7. But the 55.1, they were just absolutely trampling people. If he plays 80-ish minutes, like let's say he plays a 70-minute game and four 80-minute games rest of the season because the Panthers are in tight games and they want to keep that minor premiership. Yo's worst-case scenario for me, 55, best-case scenario, low 60s. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I mean, I had Yo projected for about 56, 57 in 75 minutes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, for mine, I'd, I'd just rather get Madison for, what is he, 10, 20K more. But, um, I mean, again, Yo is a pretty good option for the rest of the season. Yeah. I think the thing with Madison is, like, he's just more fun to watch. But, I mean, is anyone actually going to watch Panthers games now that Nathan Cleary's not playing? Is like... Is there any actual incentive to watch them play? It's only 9K between Medicine and Yo, I think. No. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 9K. But there's like, there's never been a more unlikable collection of players than than the Penrith Panthers without Nathan Cleary playing. So Is Nathan Cleary even likable? No, he's not, but at least he's good to watch because he's such an elite player when he's not being a dickhead and throwing people on their neck. But, (laughs) you know, at least... You know, now it's like, why would I even bother? Like, I don't even know what I'm going to do on Saturday because the Sharks, like the Sharks and the Dragons are playing the 7.30 game. And um, actually, I know exactly what I'm doing on Saturday and I'm not going to be watching football, which is, I couldn't have picked a better weekend for this. And then the Knights play the West Tigers on Saturday. Oh, mate, I've had a fill up. I've got a weekend plan that has nothing to do with football and I couldn't have picked a better weekend of fixtures for it. So, but um, sorry, boys, deviating away. Isaiah Yo, and then even Joe off and Gowie, he's uh six k off Yo. Um, do we have do we have a preference between the two? Uh, I mean, well, between Joe O and Yo. Yeah, with no Hastings, he's gone. I mean, what's um, Joe O's a, a safe? What is he a safe sixty five minutes with upside to? I don't know if I plus. I don't know if I'd say that 65 is safe. Um, I, I, I sort of had him more for about 60 for the rest of the season. What's he been doing this year so far? He's playing like, some massive minutes um, without, like against the Warriors, for example, but the Warriors and the Dogs, he played like 70, 77 minutes. Um, I don't know if he has to do that anymore. but No, but, uh, but like he had, he had so six games in a row here, a six-game stretch, 65, 66, 64, 70, 71, 72 minutes. It's been a bit up and down, hasn't it? Um, but it's only since Hastings. Only because of Hastings, that he, yeah. That he, he dropped down to that 56, 57 minutes. But before that, he was seven, 65 to 70. But now we're looking at a full forward bench here as well. Yeah, but who cares? But it's four shit forwards. <laughs> or 20-minute forwards, eh? <laughs> yeah. Even Pole. Pole's a – like, I mean, he's going to go back to 35 minutes probably. But, like, uh, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's a full 80 if they want him. I don't think it's yeah. – yeah. 
I think it's 65. I think you can say it's going to be 65. Minimum, minimum 65. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they are in it, mate. They are pursuing this lawsuit like they're on the borderline of the top eight. They're not going to give up. <laughs> they, mate, they, have, they, want to, they want to take these two points off the Cowboys and rob them of the minor premiership. And, you know... Poor Todd Payton, coach of the year, is going to be the victim here if they if they end up being successful, which they're not. And it's just old bud, but beating his chest for the Tigers. But I mean, you know, they 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 want to win. They want to win every single game. And I mean, like, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't, I'm I'm actually really surprised Tyron Peachy's not at lock, um, given he's the closest thing to Hastings. They haven't finalised their seventeen yet. Yeah, well, that's true. I actually, I actually, incidentally watched some reserve grade um, West Tigers this weekend <laughs> by accident with Oliver Gildart. <laughs> Gildart played in the halves, and Joe I Little played at I, lock. I also um, watched that game while I was putting my new heater up on the patio. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I half expected them to put <laughs> Little at lock this week. Um, yeah, but God, the Tigers are a shit show, aren't they? Yeah. No, mate, they're a quality club. I love them. God love them. Somebody's got to come last, and it's not going to be the Dragons this year. So the Titans. It's the Titans, isn't it? Can we just oh, pencil them in? Yeah. yeah. God, okay. Do we have any other comments on our homework assignment before we get into the questions? No, um, I reckon we're just about to mention every single thing we've just talked about again in the, in the no, questions. No, well, it's good because we'll be can able we just, to go. Can we just uh, quickly debrief now? Debrief now right. the, to- okay. the top three mid and then the top three. Yeah, summarize. Let's, summarize. All right. All right. Let, let's, just, let's just give it. All right. So Cook is the number one option, followed probably by Murray number two. So I, dis- if, I disagree. Or in they're both in the same... Is that, right. does that, okay. what we, we had them in the top two, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So if you feel intent on buying Cook because you think he's the best, fine. If you're looking at a mid and it's anyone or Cook, uh, sorry, anyone or Murray, the answer is Murray. Mm-hmm. We're happy with that? Yep. Yep. In the mid range of middles, did we agree that Madison was the best? Yes. And then in the halves, Terry Evans has a shit head, but he's number one. Mm-hmm. And then Munster, and then if you're looking for a value option, it's Dylan Brown. Is that where we landed? Yep. Yes. Just I think I, I've got Reynolds slightly ahead of Brown, but uh, you have to have the cash, and a lot of people don't. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. That's and, by the by. And he's not as good. <laughs> and he's allegedly not as good. Yeah. All right, cool. We'll go. We'll go through. We'll we'll see the questions, and we'll just refer back to the yeah, list. Yeah. Now we've got that. We've got that, uh, that set in stone. Um, yeah. All right. So w- why don't we just put a flag up? I'm just going to go through the Twitter questions. This is not a huge amount, and if we, we put a flag up, if there's anything that we have an issue with, how's that? Done. Yep. Done. All right. Let's do it. So Jim, um, he says, Kia Aura, boys. What does that actually mean, Robert? It means like, hello, oh. thank you, and goodbye. It's very versatile. All right. So good, so I just hear, uh, like, good afternoon, good evening, and good night at that point. <laughs> like, yes, same thing. But it's like a nice, like, oh, hey, what's up? Like you I'm like aloha, I up. think, in Hawaiian. Like, you can kind of just use it for whatever you want, whatever time of day it is. 
Okay. Cool. I like it. Good job. Um, so, yeah, so he was going to ditch Cleary and use Moses and Dewey in the halves, which obviously that's uh, that's gone by the wayside now. So I think he's going to reload and come back to us. Um, so here's a weird one. So Murray or Munster, the better trade-in. So obviously I think we're happy with Murray there. Yep. Cleary and Moses out. Positions don't matter. Uh, he doesn't have Isaiah Popoli'i. Um, so where does he fit in in terms of Cook, Murray, Tarpany? Um, Probably. So it looks like the three players that he's looking at is Cook, Murray, and Tarpany. Pick two or Papali'i. I think I've got Papali'i over sixty. Yeah, I'd probably have him yeah. about the same as Tarpany, if not slightly yeah. ahead. I would do that over over yeah. Tarpany for sure. So we'd say, are we saying Papali'i and Murray is our favourite two yeah. there? Yes. Yeah, that was one of his options. Yep, yeah, cool. All right. Tarpany or DCE? Ooh. Oh, what's DCE cost now? Eight. Uh, doesn't eight, matter. 840. Most people are using their last trades, so it sort of doesn't really matter. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's a bit of a coin flip. Um, I think I would get... Like. Oh, that's so hard. I've got Cherry feel- Evans comfortably higher. I feel like Cherry's the safer. Them quite similar. Cherry's the safer option. Yeah. Oh, they play. They play the Titans next week. Yeah, go Cherry. Cherry. If you can look at him. DC. DC. As long as you got a little, you know, maybe if you got a crack in your screen that sits over the halves. Think so. (laughs) Trading out uh, Moses and Cleary. If it's wise, hint it is. Three hundred twenty k in the bank. But he's got Dewey, Hines, and Burton who can play in the halves. Um, should I get two new halves or switch it up and plug in two other guns? But he's got six trades left. I've just got a quick question for you both before we do this, and because there might be similar questions in, uh, coming. But where have you got yep. Tedesco? Where have you got the wing fullbacks projected, I suppose? If someone doesn't oh, have so Tedesco, let, let, for example, let, and wanted to move to Dewey up, I like where you go. I like where you're going with that, and I want to just wind that back a step again. Hines, Tedesco, Dewey slash Latrell. Yep, that's that should be your wing fullback, and then Burton and Manu slash Aiken should be your centers, right? I've seen a lot of teams with all four of those dudes, and I don't really understand. I don't why. like it. But in the events that you did have it, I mean, it depends how many trades you got left. I mean, this dude's got six trades left. So in which case, I'd probably just whack Hines into the halves. And like assuming that you had Dewey, Latrell, and Teddy, and and whack Hines in the halves and just buy a Murray type dude, right? But um, like I mean, I, like I think as an overarching thing with the nerf to kick meters, I'm not really going out of my way to purchase a massive amount of halves this year. Is that a fair comment? But I think the floor is higher than yeah, win fullback, um, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what are you what are you chasing? I, like, I don't want to be. Yeah, like, given the choice between buying a wing, wing fullback and a half, I'm going to buy a, a half every time. Hmm. I think it's more the point. Like, I te- like Teddy's a hard one because the floor is low. Yeah, like the floor of Teddy is like twenty something. Yeah, I still I still don't have Teddy, and I I suppose I have to look at him this week with trades and cash in the bank. But 
I just don't want to buy a wing fullback yeah. in this economy. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? If, if, well, who's in your who's in your wing fullback? I've got Latrell, Dewey, and Hines. Yeah. See, why would you buy? No, yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, I'd rather get um like a, a half. Yeah. It's weak sorts, yeah. man. It's weak sorts. You wouldn't buy. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. do it. I know. I know. I'm just saying there might be so, similar. So, there might be a similar. There might be similar questions. No, so if I'm, they if I, they come I, up, I'm just I'm, I'm just coming at you with I'm just coming at you with confidence, so you feel sure in your decision. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> no worries, <laughs> mate. All right, Dom has Cleary and Moses as his starting halves. He only has two trades left. Oh no! Should he use? One and just plug Burton or Hines in, and then play Savage in his seventeen, or trade both of them for two halves. So I guess the question becomes: Is Savage somebody that is acceptable in your back in your final seventeen rest of the season, or should you be looking to bring in two halves? Well, I just don't know why you'd want to hang on to Moses when you might get one week out of him. I, I, I think it's more the point is like like okay so he's gonna he's gonna plug Savage into his wing fullback and shuffle Hines up say for argument's sake right. would you like it probably depends on who's coming into your seventeen and like who's dropping out so like you know if you're bringing Savage into your seventeen permanently but like Aaron Booth was in there before then I think you're fine to get Murray mm. but like you know if you're dropping. Nat Butcher out or Jason Tomalolo out to put Savage in so that you can get, you know, Murray. I think maybe at that point I'd just get a Cherry or a Brown or a whoever and keep the elite or the better averaging forward in. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I just, I wouldn't be moving. Yeah, just don't, don't move Burton from center, I don't think. Like, yeah. he is by far and away the best center now. Yeah. I don't think either of those players should move. Burton and Hines should be in your center and wing fullback respectively, and you should be building your team around playing them in the positional advantage slot. Yep. Agree. Is Jamin Salmon a worthy cash down? Um, I No. Well, I think there's better options, better cheaper options that you that have more security. Because you got to remember, Salmon's going to be gone um, once Luai's back. What's Luai though? Isn't he six weeks? Isn't that no, up to what? six weeks? Up to okay. What's uh, the casualty what got him out of? Because I thought he was back towards the like last round or two, wasn't he? I'd probably just go K Dykes, eh? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I would. Okay, no, yeah. I think if you need a cash out, it's K Dykes or Junior Pauga, depending on whether you want somebody of the green dot or a red dot. Who's your Broncos boy, Mariner? <laughs> yeah, but he'll be gone for Herbie. So True. Yeah, Herbie's bad. And he only got 26 last week. Do you really want to rush out for that? So Moses and Bi like But score. it's a cash out. Is he going to be in your 17? Surely not. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, no, so cash down. I think it's uh, I think it's Kate Dykes. Um, sure, we've already covered this. Uh, who's the best halves option? Have Dewey and DC already. Uh, well, D- Dewey ideally is in your wing fullback. Um, but is Manu a must? Nah, no, I don't think so. I, no. uh, 
I just can't bring myself. I'm just not paying 824k for a person who plays center. No, like, he is the best genuine center, and he is a keeper. And he's, yes, I guess he's an elite keeper, but yeah. it's just that what you could buy Cam Murray, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, if, I think if, I, it, I, if I had the option between Manu and Aiken, I'd have Manu now. Yeah. But if you're bringing someone in and cash isn't an issue, you'd get Manu, I think. But yeah, but like, no, well, I, I feel like people do this every bloody week. Um, someone puts up a good score. Like we did with this with Latrell a couple of weeks ago when he put up a really good score against poor defensive opposition. Like Manu just went up against some, you know, the Blacktown bloody <laughs> Workers. Sea chickens. Yeah, the Blacktown chickens. Yeah. And um, <laughs> <laughs> like, those charges. Yeah, like what are you expecting? Like you know, he's got the Broncos, Cowboys in the next couple of weeks. Like uh, it's, it's. I don't know. It's. I he's not going to. He's had a problem. great year. He's had a great year, and if you got him for like five hundred, you're you're laughing. But oh, <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I just don't it, think I'd be buying him. It's not the time now. It's, it's certainly not the time now. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, yeah. All right. So Rosh makes it easy for us. This is Cleary to Cook, Murray or Tarpane. Uh, he also adds that he has Dewey, Hines, and Burton, so he doesn't necessarily need a half. Um, and how many weeks of suspension does Carrigan need to be a trade-out while we hear that he's got four, so he's a trade-out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, th- I think if you're moving Dewey or Hines, you probably should be buying a half because it means you're bringing somebody that's not good in your wing fullback. Unless Rob says your wing fullback is Hines, Latrell, Dewey, and then, you know, whatever. Like I've seen a lot of people, though, with like who own Teddy, Hines, Latrell, and then have Dewey on their bench. Yeah, so that's well, where like, you just yeah. sh- shuffle Hines up and, and, and wheels up, you know, and buy the best player you can get. Love it. Love it sick, boys. Moving across, that's Twitter finished. We've only got two social media platforms to go. <laughs> Andy, he's trading out Cleary. Um, why are you doing that, mate? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what are you – don't you know? 2021 Cleary, he's elite. No, all right. He's got four trades remaining. He's got already got Grant and Robson. He's wondering if it's worth spending two trades to get Cook or just use one trade to get Madison or anyone below Madison in the price bracket. Hmm. Well, why do you have to go below Madison? Like, is he, if he's only spending one trade, like, can't you just get Cam Murray for the same price? Or No, he obviously it... can't get Murray or he already owns Murray. Right. Okay. Um, no, and and also there's ninety eight k. It's almost a hundred k, or no, seventy eight k between Madison and Murray. Yeah, but like Cleary and Murray are the same price. I'm just going to well, five k difference. I'm going to assume he's already got Murray. So, um, yeah, I, I'd spend the one trade and get Madison. Yeah, me yeah, too. I think so. I think those ex, that extra trade might be way more useful than the four or five points you get from Murray. Yeah. That that extra trade could be worth fifty points. Yeah, or you know, depending on what happens next week, <laughs> yeah, could be one hundred and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> depending on what happens next week, uh, yeah. So I just do the one. All right. So Miller, it's a question about Miller or Dykes. Um, so obviously it's Dykes um, as a cash out. Great if you're looking for him as cash cow. No, 
Yeah, too late in the season for cash cows anyway. You won't have time to get any money out of them. They're just they're all cash downs. Two, tra- two trades, right? He's just talking about trading Kennedy out because he's got three left. So trading yeah. Kennedy out to Dykes frees up maximum amount of cash out of Kennedy who would just be a red dot rest of the season and leaves two trades for something else. D- Dykes, is, uh, he's been going all right in reserve grade too. Only four games at fullback, but uh, 48 average. So it's pretty solid. Yeah. Bang, bang. Yeah. Uh, best options for Cleary and Moses. Can't afford both Munster and DCE. He has $1.58 million available to spend. Um, was it Dylan Brown and DCE or Munster and Reynolds, I guess? Yeah. I mean, your favourite. I'd go for Munster and uh, Brown before I went for Munster and Reynolds. Yeah, okay. That, yeah. Cool. Yeah, Munster and Brown. I like it. Or DCE and Brown, one of the two. Yeah, well, yeah. He can do DCE and Fogarty slash Brown or, yeah, it would be, I guess, Munster and Reynolds at work. So whatever whatever you feel comfortable with, mate. Whatever, whatever tickles your, your pickle. Um. Should I just do Cleary to Murray on um, 1K off DCE uh, would means having Teddy Hines, Latrell with Dewey in the halves and Munster. Yeah, that's fine. We spoke about that already. Yeah. And, yeah, Murray's better than DCE anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, need a half for Cleary, DCE, Munster, Reynolds. We discussed it already. Already have Dewey, Hines, Burton. Don't put Burton in your halves. Um, I guess it's, yeah, DCE or, or Brown or Munster. So. Mm-hmm. If you only got one trade left, you'd probably just get DC and sure up the, the the floor ceiling, wouldn't you, of DC? Yeah, I one. think so. Yeah. And, like, Manly needs to win too. Like, the Storm could potentially rest Munster at some stage. Yeah. I think they're pretty tenuously hanging on to a top eight spot, the Storm. <laughs> yeah, true. They've been going pretty well. They're in free fall. resting yeah. anyone. Uh, Cleary, Bird, and Will Kennedy out. Murray, Lane, Miller in, which obviously he's not. Um, Comes Dykes. Yeah, so Dykes. But what does that let you turn Lane into? Mm. So what's yeah. the difference between Miller and Dykes? About 50K. So you could get Matto. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah do that. I would do, do that. Murray, Madison, and Dykes. I think it's the goer there. Yep. Look at that. We made it better. Boom. Munster, Reynolds, or Brown, we've covered. Uh, looking at a couple of options, Cleary and Elliott to Reynolds and Murray. Uh, I wouldn't be rushing to trade Elliott, I don't think now. Or yep. Munster and Cotter, definitely not Cotter uh, off the bench. Uh, he has six trades left, though, um, and has DCE already. So probably just going Cleary to Murray and waiting to see what happens, eh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's top. He says he's top four in the head-to-head, so um, no chance of being knocked out. So I'd probably just go Cleary to Murray and and maybe like I don't know if you can cash like if you got a like Will Kennedy or some dud like that or you know whoever you can cash out to to make a potential one trade upgrade next week. That might be a look, but um, yeah. Uh, Jamie wants to know if he should sell Cleary. Um, obviously, uh, no. You hang on to him. Uh, the, James, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Remember the true believers at the start of the year that were buying Cleary, even though he was out for the first couple of weeks. Where where are they now? Oh, mate, <laughs> I saw uh, on the uh, the Cleary non-owners support group page there was some bit of action. 
piping back up. In a while. Wait, in a while. Wait, that's gonna that's gonna have one hundred and sixty thousand members next week. <laughs> um, yeah, James, good friend of the show, and uh, you know, intern who doesn't do much work. James just asks where he can go to get more trades. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, all right. Are we moving Hines or Burton into the halves, meaning you have to move your cover player? Um, well, it depends who you cover. Is your cover player? player. Yeah, to, to switch clear if into Tarpany like or Trust. Targo or something. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Anyone that's not Latrell, Dewey, Hines, Teddy, or one of the halves that we've mentioned isn't a sufficient cover player, I don't think. To make you yeah. trade, I don't mind if you've got Tarpanay like or someone or Taylor May or or someone like that as a third wing fullback. But it's a pretty inferior option, though. You really want that? As yeah, a you're right. Man. Yeah, I don't because want the it. thing is, you're bringing that dude in and you're dropping someone else out, like a Nat Butcher, Tomalolo uh, type dude, to bring in, you know, Tarpany instead of DCE or Munster, who could theoretically average about the same. Dylan Brown, you know, you may as well just do that. So, yeah. So we're getting a bit of a pattern here, boys. DC Hunt. Why do you hunt? Okay, mate. Oh, he's, about hunt. This, this is the Ben Hunt, the guy who listened to me when I was talking about Ben Hunt. Like, I think this is ago. actually. I think this is actually Ben Hunt asking these questions. This is the dude. He got this is Mark's it. Mark's burner account. Oh, mate, Ben Hunt. I really wanted to buy Ben Hunt. I'm so glad I didn't because he's been so bad. You just been I, ringing like, the I bell, like eh? I just. I feel like I just softballed him in, but I didn't push him hard enough to make anyone really want to buy him. So I like to think this is somebody else's fault that he got Ben Hunt, not mine. Uh, so he's got Cherry Evans, Ben Hunt, Dewey, Hines, and Burton eligible in halves. Uh, is he better off getting a Teddy, Manu, Garrick, Aitken, Holmes over a Munster, Fogarty, or just get the best player available and run the gauntlet? So, I mean... Right there, you've nominated two halves exclusive guys, two guys available in wing fullback and a centre. So it, once again, it, I guess it comes back to who's your other centre and wing fullback. Um, if it's, you know, you don't have Teddy, don't have Manu, don't have Aiken by the looks of this list. So unless it's Trell and I don't know who your other centre is. Um, in this scenario... I'd kind of be on board with going Cleary to Manu in the centres if you don't have Teddy, Manu. I mean, would you take Teddy or Manu? Uh, I'd, mm, I'd, if you needed a centre, because, I mean, like centres are he very... He yeah, oh, okay. he's, he's, he's hunting uh, both positions by the looks. Right. Mm. Okay. Well, in that case, probably Teddy... I mean, yeah, well, I mean, it really depends because we don't know who his other centre is because, like, Manu is, you know, like, it's a positional advantage, like, having him over the the next best centre because, you know, we were discussing this this afternoon, like, who's the next best centre? Like, if, after Aiken, now that Aiken's at centre, like, there doesn't really seem yeah, to be a back in the centres too. So Yeah, it doesn't seem it's to be probably, a real it's probably, it's probably, like, I mean, is Graham coming back soon? <laughs> is it Zach Lomax? It might be Lomax, yeah. Valentine Holmes is number three at the moment. It is Val Holmes. You're right. Yeah, but Targo Targo's been good. But I guess the the Panthers are. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Is, not it great. is it? Is it Stephen Crichton with goal kicking? With goal kicking? Oh, oh, yeah. Let's not go down that train again. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think you can target a Teddy or Manu, I think, in that spot. Yep. Depending on who tickles your pickle. Uh, Cleary, Kennedy, Moses out, Fafida, Dewey, Munster in. Only leaves one trade and uh, he's playing Tass or Mbai in the loop slot. Um, yeah, I like it. Mate, Tass is a fine looper. Dewey's still, Dewey's still really cheap. Yeah. Uh, Matt Lippy at Sidman. He's given us a big list of stuff that we've already covered, so I'm hoping that we... Uh, um, yeah, I think we've I think we've covered all of that. Um, trading out clear. Oh, we already covered Andy Tran. Um, there's another question here about. All right, um, how would we rate uh, Angus and David for feeder? Uh, are we worried about them? And same goes for Aiken for anyone that actually has trades available. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm not worried about them because they're green dots. <laughs> Yeah. Trading Aitken seems like a luxury. And as Ryan said, there's no clear upgrade for him, I don't think, unless Outside of Manu. you've got 200K to, to you know, um, get, yeah, to get Well, what Manu. about if you were going like Cleary and Aitken? Let's say you had six trades left and you were going Cleary and Aitken to Dylan Brown and Manu. Would you do that and pull that second trade? Yeah, I think so. If I had no other problems, I'd... I'd... I'd probably consider it. I just, geez, I just hate bringing myself to pay over eight hundred thousand for a bloke playing center. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what I'm was not, the Crichton? Sorry, wor- Crichton. And, are, we, um, are we worried about Fafida or Angus Crichton? You got uh, them for a reason. I think. I think they're the same player as you got when you bought them. Yeah, Fafida. I'd, I'd have no concern. Yeah, Fafida, mm-hmm. no concerns. Like he's. He is who he is. You know, he's a, he's going to be a roller coaster. Angus has been a little bit disappointing, but I wouldn't be trading him, I don't think. No. Yeah. No. Uh, yep, we got yeah another question about Cherry Munster, Dylan Brown, which covered. Um, we're, I actually am perfectly comfortable taking Dylan Brown over Munster. Um, last two trades of the season gives him Barnett as his 18th man. Uh, Cleary and Kobe Hetherington out. Jamal Fogarty and Nat Butcher in. Obviously, we're swapping to Dylan Brown uh, yep. instead of Fogarty. Uh, why do you have Kobe Hetherington? Um, why? Uh, I just I'm so confused. Okay, maybe he bought him earlier in the year and just never got off. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's that. Would you would you spend? That trade, or would you just keep Kobe Hetherington? Is he going to get more minutes now that Kerrigan's out? Well, and this Surely. is what I'm getting to: is would you would you keep Kobe Hetherington in your emergencies? Do Cleary to Dylan Brown, and then like make Barnett into Cam Murray or something like that? And is that a better use of that last trade? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think Kobe Hetherington's a fine guy in your emergencies now. With Kerrigan out, yeah. If you've held him this long, if you've held yeah. him for twenty rounds, you you may as well like use him for his thirty six points in fifty minutes in a couple of weeks. <laughs> he's one of those know, guys man. that looks good, eh, on the field in 40, when he's when he's... seven in forty five minutes in in round twenty three when you you're down just to like, isn't... no, that's your desperation. You got Moses Mbai and you're starting wing fullback because James Sedezo. Tedesco's knee snaps in half next week. Like it's just, I mean, it's going to happen. Just hang on to him. It's, 
Think about how much fun you'll have playing Kobe Hetherington as your starting hooker next week. <laughs> I forgot he was dual. Oh, that's actually kind of handy. Yeah. No, I just think, yeah. No, I like it. In principle, Cleary to Dylan Brown and Hetherington to Nat Butcher I'm on board with. In principle. Yeah, and then you do it. But, like, in emotionally, I want to see you hold Kobe Hetherington and make Mitch Barnett into somebody better, improve your 17, mm. and um, and just have Kobe as your first emergency. Yep. Because I think the difference between Nat Butcher and Mitch Barnett is, like, five points. But the difference between Mitch Barnett and Ken Murray could be, like, 15 to 20. Yeah, I agree. So... Yeah, I just do that. Just yolo it, yolo it, Morgan. You're you're round twenty one now, mate. It's time to put your big boy pants on. <laughs> Rob's ditched us for Maisie. <laughs> Is he gone? He's yeah, gone. he just messaged. Up. Yeah, he just messaged. He said he had to take Maisie out. <laughs> oh, good boy. Good girl. I mean, Maisie. Um, Cleary to Manu. To, oh yeah, Will. Good friend of the show, Will. He's concerned about Aiken. Hmm. Um, is, is your dude in number one's got Aiken as well, surely? Yeah, I'm going to bring up the can rankings. We, we, yeah. yeah, just get him up. Get him up. Let's sort him out. All right. So I'm sure the dude who's oh, in number one doesn't follow the podcast, otherwise he would have been bloody. Well, the dude in number one is also named Will, um, <laughs> which is funny. No, um, that's, he's not a good friend of the show. I mean, he's in our league as well, but I don't think he's a good friend of the show. I think he's just there for the trident jumper. So the dude in um, number one, he's on on his bench. He's got a bench of Robson, Tamalolo, Dewey, and Hughes. Yeah, so that's weak sauce. Mm. And then he's he's got Manu and Burton in his centers, so he doesn't have Aiken. Right. Okay. So where's Will? So what's he got? Has he got no trades left? How many got? How's he got? It's just two, one, three, seventeen. Yeah. What's going on? I think two. I think two left for uh, our Will, not the okay. other Will. He's done the same thing as well. He's got the bloody. We're just shuffling. Surely we're just shuffling Dewey into the halves. Hines, so do or like yeah, doing the wing fullback Hines in the halves, and we're just snagging the best player we can possibly get here, and just you know yoloing it up with Aiken. Does he have two left? Is that what he said? Yeah, two. I think two trades left. Oh man, such a sweat. I don't think you yeah. can pull the trigger on. I don't think you can sell Aiken because that could change next week. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if they just put him out there def- for defense. And I just, I like, I really want to see him. I really want to see him just hold on to that trade and hope that the guy in front of him has just been trading, trying to stay in front. Yeah. And I wonder if maybe that's a, a more valuable use of it. Because, I mean, he's also got Cherry there as well. He can plug Cherry up there. You know, he's got options. He just needs to buy the best player. It might be Madison. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Because I don't, I don't think he's got enough in the bank to buy Cook. So, yeah. Because uh, I, I don't think you want to be so if, he, if he does Aiken uh, to Manu and, like, I don't know how much cash he's got there. Um, Not much. Yeah, I'm just worried. That, like, you burn that last trade and you close a pod down. Like, imagine if Manu, like, gets, like, a 13 and Aiken gets a double try 65 or something like that. You just feel like an absolute knob wasting a trade to do it. 
I think I'll just do Cleary to Madison. Yeah. Patience, young one, I think, is the prevailing advice here. Yep. Uh, Who's the best players can get for Moses and Cleary? Uh, Tarpany, question marks, Fogg, and SOS. So obviously all of those three were probably towards the bottom of – what is it? We think it's like Madison, Dylan Brown maybe is like the best combo there? I think so, yeah. 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 Too many years. Welcome back. Oh, he's back. Rob. Yeah, sorry, Rob. lads. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. How's Maisie? She's good. Yeah, she was. Yeah, good. Yeah. Did you did you do a poo next to her or? Uh, yeah, just to make her feel comfortable, I think. Yeah, smart. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rich has both... The naughty boys in the picture being Carrigan and Cleary. Uh, he has DC, Murray, Burton, and Dewey. Who is he trading them to? Munster, Butcher, or Reynolds and Haas? I think oh, we, we just do Haas and Dylan Brown, surely. I think so. Yeah. Would you get Haas or Madison? Haas with no Kerrigan is pretty nice, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Or 5,000. Yeah, you kind of have to, don't you? Yep. Uh, Cleary to... Yeah, Murray or Tarpany we've covered. Uh, should I play Taylor May or Lachlan Ilias in my 17? Oh, no. It's this time of the year, eh? Uh, probably Ilias, given he's he's playing. Who's he playing this week? Can you loop them? Surely. Yeah, loop, yeah. loop if you can. Just yeah. don't trade Nathan Cleary and use him as your loop option. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Um, yeah, obviously Murray and I like Tyler May. I find it hard to trust yeah. Ilias. Yeah, fair. Very fair. <laughs> I found another man in the Ben Hunt, <laughs> the Ben Hunt fan club. Uh, he <laughs> wants to know who's he playing this week, Ben Hunt or Jacob Caraz. He cannot loop. Oh, my God. How good was Caraz last week? Just out, out of... Um... Huge. I have interest. Yeah, he was uh, awesome. That's two tough matchups against the Sharkies and the Cowboys. Not that there's any touch of tough matchups, but if there was, that would be them. We need an answer here, boys. Um, what was it? Who was it? Karaz and who? Ben Hunt. Ben Karaz Hunt. and Ben Hunt. Why does everybody have Ben Hunt, boys? Why, why can no one loop? Why can no one loop? I think. Why, where were all these people earlier in the year? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me have a look at Ben Hunt. What's actually has Ben Hunt actually been doing anything? No, just Literally winning nothing. state of origins, eh? Yeah, yeah there's nothing aside origin. from that. Mm. Jeez, I think I've got more faith in Karaz. Same. At least Karaz is the ceiling play. Like, yeah, mm. it's two bad options. Is it the same I'd probably I'd, I'd take Ben Hunt because he's playing in the halves, but with no confidence. Mm. They've got the same floor, but Karaz has a higher ceiling, so that's why I'd go for Karaz. Does he have a high ceiling? Yeah, we just scored a 98. Yeah, okay. 
Fine. He's got a high ceiling. Um, Cleary and Hastings trading to who with 18K in the bank? Dylan uh, Brown and Napster. Can you get? Can you do that? Can you do that? One point. How much is Hastings? How much is how much is Hastings? Five hundred. Does he get Murray? Does he does he need Murray or not? Well, it depends, mate. You're going to get Murray and Kobe Hetherington or what? Can you not get Murray he's and oh, because he's more. He's more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. As you were, as you were. Sort it out, mate. Come on. And he's lost. He's lost two halves. I'm assuming he needs at least one half. Yeah, yeah he, he needs one. That. He needs one half. Let's let's put a caveat of one half. So Cleary to Dylan Brown is how much? We probably uh, should actually just know that. Two hundred k Brown. Yeah, two hundred ten k. You you bank there. Cleary to Dylan Brown. So two ten plus eighteen uh, k. So two hundred twenty eight on top of Hastings. Mm-hmm. What's Hastings worth? Five ninety nine. So seven ninety nine eight. So that's early eight hundreds. He can't quite get Murray. So that's Munster. Yeah, Munster. But he doesn't necessarily need a half. It could be Yo or Ovengawi or or Apicorosau or Apicorosau. Want someone to get him? Eh? I just want someone to get him so that we can. What about like Abby Coruscant and Adam Reynolds? Oh, don't. This is such a big boy pod play. I love it so much. Yeah. But no, probably medicine. Those two players. Adam Reynolds and Abby Coruscant is the answer to your question. Okay. Now I'm asking myself, why am I buying Ryan Madison when I'm projecting Abby Coruscant for better scoring? This is. Maybe the, I, I thought you were getting him, Mark, which is why you jumped on this. Fuck yeah, yourself. Um, yeah, man. Someone's got to get him because I don't know Stop if anyone will. Me. Stop dogging me. I can get. No one's dogging you. Everyone get... wants you to get him. No, they don't. I feel I like do. you guys aren't supporting my dreams. Back yourself. Back yourself. Back nice. yourself, Mark. The Carrigan's ruined my plans. Yeah, I, I think put your bloody play. flag down and happy averaging sixty. I don't want to. I'll have too much money left over. Anyway, I, I like to. I like to have six have got... left after I make my trade and I run out of trades. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm just gonna ponder it emotionally. I'll, maybe I'll have about six more scotches and I'll do it. How many points have you got, Cook, over Coruscant? Four. Hmm. I still get Cook. Uh, I think I still get Cook. Yeah. I I get Reynolds and Coruscant for J Rawlings, JK Rowling. Uh, Latrell or Garrick? Oh, and he adds Brown or Reynolds, which we've gone Brown. Um, I think Brown and Latrell is probably my two favorites there. Yeah, I agree. Oh. Playing the Warriors too, like yeah, yeah. Now yeah. Anthony Sayers just says naughty cardigan, and I'm wondering if maybe what a, <laughs> a nice cardigan looks like. Um. <laughs> That's the name for a podcast, I think. <laughs> the Naughty Cardigan. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that I think the Naughty Cardigan is the cardigan that uh, Charlie Hunnam's wearing in the the photo, where he's got the buttons on it. <laughs> it's like a vest, but it looks woolly, like it might be a cardigan as well. Um, 
uh, DC, uh, Cleary to DC, Carrigan to Tomalolo. Um, interesting, but um, yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess you probably can't afford. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Brian To'o or Josh, Josh Jackson for Teddy or Tarpening or Cook. I'm not sure. Okay. He's trading out To'o or Josh Jackson to receive Tedesco, Tarpany or Cook. Uh, I, for me, I think this depends on who you want to buy. So, I mean, it seems like you've got limitless budget. So I think the answer there is Murray or Cook, in which case I would lean towards selling the non-wing fullback. That's it. If you wanted to get Teddy, then I'd sell To'o. That's the only probably scenario there. But, yeah, yeah. I think I'd lean Unless towards 3, selling. Unless you wing fullbacks. Yeah. I think I'd lean towards selling Jacko to Murray. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Assuming that you have Murray, you're buying Cook. Yep. Talked about Aiken in the centres. I mean, ideally he would be a sell, but, like, unless you're selling to Manu and you got massive amounts of cash, why would you bother? Um, and then is Dylan Brown a buy? We've covered um, Cleary to Dewey, Murray to Barnett, Elliot to Haas. Did you yeah. trade Elliot? Hmm. I, I was listening to Magic Sponge yesterday and he was saying it, 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 there's a danger that the area might be a little bit tender and if he cops a knock that normally wouldn't knock him out, it might knock him out of the game where, like, normally he'd be okay to play through it. So, like, he might be a, can- a good candidate for, like, early showers or whatever. But, like, how many guys can you give early showers to, I guess? Um yeah, if, if Tuppany's already getting an early shower, right? Yeah, well, it seems like maybe he's... I mean, who knows? Elliot Tahar seems like an upgrade, but it's also a luxury. Like, it probably depends on how many trades you've got left. Yeah, if that's your last trade you're doing, don't do it. Um, I think is probably the prevailing wisdom. Hmm. Uh, is it better to swap Cleary to Munster or shuffle around half DEC... But then he's got Burton Hines, Dewey, and take a high scorer like Tarpany for the bench. Um, I mean, like if you've got like Munster and Cleary, and then you got DC on your bench, like our good friend Will, you can just move DC in and get the best player you can get. Um, yeah. But if you don't, um, yeah, and you just you know you need a half, then obviously get one. I don't don't. Compromise your seventeen and play somebody inferior. I think that's probably the theme theme for the night, boys. Yep. Um, Cleary to Cook, Barnett to Butcher, or should I be going to another half with my only other halves being um, DC Hines, Dewey Burton? So the only centre wing fullback I have. To cover a switch is Mbai. So he'd be bringing Mbai, and this is actually a perfect example of where we just got to give you a slap on the wrist here. Yeah, do not do uh, that. Yeah. So if you if the answer to your question is Mbai into your starting 17, you're asking the wrong question. <laughs> Here's yeah, a talk about a low floor. Of emergency, round 23, Moses Mbai starting halves type scenario. He's not a, you know, he's not somebody you want to be starting normally. 
Um, yeah. So in a scenario like that, you go what like Cleary to Munster, Barnett to Murray, something like that instead. It would be a much better use of your time. Cleary to O'Sullivan. Uh, obviously, we're recommending Brown for 10K less and better. Yep. Now, he's asked who should he trade Carrigan to for 650K, which obviously moves up to 660 with... Uh, now, here is a perfect time that I want to bring you my recommendation. Okay. Tino Fa'asua Malaui. Tino. 60 points last week. He has been scoring very well uh, of late. Uh, Obviously, he had three games in a row there, either side of origin, playing reduced minutes, bad scoring, um, but was back last week. But 64 and 64, 81 and 47, 56 and 69, 54, 61, 52 and 63. So he had five, six, six, Five 50-plus scores in a row before, you know, either side of origin and then a 60 again now. So, I mean, he was scoring pretty good early in the year. And, I mean, if that's the best player that you can buy, um, I'm, I think that's an option. I mean, is there anyone, Tino or cheaper, that you would look at? Uh, I mean... At mercy, you mean? Or... Maybe Butcher, but... I mean, Dylan Brown, right? Oh, he's getting Dylan Brown. Yeah, so Dylan Brown's one. Oh, yep, sorry. Yeah, Um, so in that range, it's it's really your your options are Tino, or you can go to Aaron Clark, Reed Marnie, or Sean O'Sullivan. Yeah, no, Tino, Tino's great. Um, (laughs) I mean, five, I mean, if he can afford a 5K more to David Fafita, is probably the only comparable one there. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But, yeah, no, I like Tino. I, I think Tino's better than Tomololo. Yeah. Seems to have a bigger ceiling at the moment. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. This is 0%, 0% in the top 1,000, Tino. Yeah. For good reason. <laughs> yeah, good, oh, for good reason, of course. But, I mean, <laughs> Who possibly is bored of me? Yeah. He, the thing with he, with Tino is I love Tino, and we're at 105 minutes now, so I'm sure that we're, this is just the diehards. Um, you know he's not going to be the early shower dude. He's They're had good, good heart this year. They I don't. Think. They don't need to rest him. He tries his ass off. He cares. Mm. He's a, he's the the quintessential Queensland state of origin player, and I think he's not going to let you down. He might let you down with a bad fantasy score, but he's not going to let you down with effort. He'll and, look great doing it. He'll look great doing it. Yeah, you know, is shit mullet and shit fantasy scores or shit mullet and great fantasy scores. But either way, you know, you probably enjoy watching him play. So, I mean, you're not watching the Titans, ideally, but. No, nah, well, <laughs> if, yeah, you, yeah, if yeah. you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thoughts on Dylan Brown? Cover that. Um, but he's going to use the money to upgrade JT to Tarpany. And I'm not 100% sure that's the best use of funding. Um, I mean,. Like well, obviously we've covered that in in depth. So uh, SOS or Reynolds for Cleary, we've covered that. Obviously we're going to Reynolds over SOS, but ideally Dylan Brown, and then 
Cleary to Reynolds, Carrigan to Offengawi. Hmm. I like Joe. But then he says he's only got 18K in the bank, can't afford Tarpany or Murray. <clears throat> but if you go to Dylan Brown, can you then afford Murray? Yeah, that'd be the play if you can afford it. Yeah. So if you go Cleary, okay, so he's got 18K in the bank. Let's see if we can fund this because this is the play right here. Cleary, so 210K on top of Carrigan. Is that it? Yeah. Yep. Who's 634? 210K gets you Murray. Perfect. Does Done. it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Boom. Yeah, do that. Yeah, with 6K to spend. Easy peasy. Molto bene. Molto bene. Yeah, do that. 100% do that. Have we fixed everybody's? It. Have we fixed everybody's halves yet? <laughs> Is that done? All right, Ryan. How's your halves looking? What are you doing? Um, oh, mate, there could be some double agents listening here. Daniel Chapman, I've got him uh, this week in oh, the hurt locker. Chappy, but okay. um, um, I'm, I'm sure he's just going to bloody steal what I do anyway. But I'm looking at uh, Munster for Cleary this week, so that would give me Munster and Jerry in the halves. Yep. So that that makes your match up. Um, now, you've obviously also got the uh, Carrigan dilemma as well. Yeah, but I've got a stack of money, so I'm just going to go Carrigan to Cook. Right, okay. So that'll make your head-to-head. Uh, Tarpany, Harris, Luttrell, and Nat Butcher, assuming that he also does Munster, to... Um, Cook, Fafida, Robson, and Murray. I like your, I like your, your chances there. That's a nice little. He's going to need yeah. to make a move there. Well, the thing is, I think Chappie's got like a bunch of trades. I think he's got like still seven or eight trades left, so he's got plenty of wiggle room there to um, make some luxury yeah, upgrades. Right. I think. Okay. Right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I believe in you, mate. Thank you, mate. I'm going to do it. Chappie, you're yeah. going down. Gonna... Yeah. You little bitch. <laughs> weak ass bitch. Um, oh, Chappie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming up against uh, Rico's Roughnecks this week. Um, so I've got um, Tohu, Aitken, and Elliot up against Butcher, Cola, and Latrell. Plus whatever we do with Cleary and Carrigan. Um, so he'll have Volkman, Matamua, Smith. And, I don't know, his team's a bit weird. He's got, like, one too many, like, somewhat decent players. <laughs> I don't know. A little bit confused there. Jimmy's probably going to end up with Cook and a cash out, maybe. Uh, but um, one uh, anonymous question, on by the way, for, for, the, <laughs> okay. for, the, for the room. Um, who's the best player under, under 600K? Nat Butcher. Yeah, it's probably Nat, Nat Butcher. Butcher. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, or Adam Dewey. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a lot of people. It's Adam him, Dewey. But... It's Adam Dewey. Mm. All right, let's say he had both of those. Um... I'll tell you who it's not. It's not Ben Hunt. <laughs> it's not Ben Hunt. Yeah. And it's not... Um, who's this other dickhead I just looked at? Is it O'Sullivan? 
No, Sullivan's he's more not, than He's like 630. Oh, yeah, too too much. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely not Ben Hunt. It's not Luke Brooks. <laughs> oh, jeez, we're getting down to <laughs> oh, the... Oh, uh, down there, eh? That's so great. So Jerome Hughes is, is an option there at that point, although he's not fantasy relevant. Um, <laughs> oh, drink water oh, is exactly love, 600. I love that so much, hey? Um, yeah, no, you don't really want to be getting anyone. So yeah, it's Nat Butcher or it's or it's uh, Dewey, I think. Yeah. Otherwise, you're ending up with like a like a Talakai type or a Mate. Jesse Ramian. Yuck! It's all Mate. yucky. Tavita Pagai, 478k right oh, now. Oh my god! How good's he going to be next year? Oh, we're, we're no, it again. he's not going to be good next year. I'm going in again. You can't stop me. You can't stop us. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, there's so many good good options for next year. Caleb Can't wait to do it. Average. A 2023. Brandon Smith at, thir- Smith at 33 average. Even Nathan oh, Cleary at six, what, um, whatever he is. 62, yeah, Nate, so good. Nathan Brown at the Dogs at a 37 could be potentially an interesting mm. one. Reese Walsh um, could be fine right. as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, there's there's a few here. Even Braden Hamlin Ueli is like disgustingly oh. cheap now as well. Bloody shit bloke Josh Schuster will probably be in every team. Josh Schuster. Did you yeah, see he finally yeah. got dropped? He finally got dropped. What a piece oh, he's of gone shit. All, all the way out now. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's man, 18. Yeah, I just think he's yeah. such an average footballer, to be honest. Hey, like he's he just so does good. the odd yeah. flashy pass, but yeah, his footy yeah. now is just not existent. Yeah, Raymond Smith at twenty four point two is going to be popular next year. Yeah. There's going to be a few there, boys. Okay. All right. Any closing? Any closing thoughts for tonight, guys? How are we feeling overall at the moment, football wise? We're we happy. Oh, mate, yeah, I'm just getting a little bit concerned with my uh, lack of trades, but otherwise, I'm I'm doing all right. How many trades you got, Lift Mart? Is this your last I'm two? I'm going to use my last. I'm going to use my last two. Yeah. Oh, no. You kind of have to I'm as well. Gonna, you didn't, don't did you have Moses? I got, I got Davi Moali. I'm fine. Yes, sweet. How does he <laughs> no, keep I getting traded back? Mo- I traded Moses to Munster last week, and I was absolutely oh, swearing about it because they got the same score. But, like, I would have been making the exact same trade this week anyway. <laughs> so, like. Probably. You might have gone down to Brown. Oh, no, well, that's right. I would have gone to Brown and I probably could have got somebody better. But, like, it's the same, you know, I'm ended up in the same net position. So, mm-hmm. really, I'm fine. Except a green dot instead of a red dot. Yeah. 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 Oh. Excuse me, and one less trade. Um, yeah. I reckon that'll do it, boys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's uh, reconvene same time next week, eh? Yeah, Very good. good. All right. No worries. Thank you very much for joining us. Hope you all enjoyed the podcast. Hope we answered your questions, if in doubt, by Cam Murray and uh, Dylan Brown, and we'll talk to you next week. Love you guys.